Welcome to the Mind Gym. This is the Pain to Power podcast with Dr. Keith Abloh, where you become the strongest individual you can be. You know, I like to say that one plus one can equal 11. In other words, when you join forces with another person, that it isn't just doubling uh, your possibilities. It isn't even that if uh, one of you is twice as able or creative or insightful as the other, that it's one plus two equals three. Uh, It's actually more than that. It's more immeasurable than that. It's less definable. And it's an order of magnitude far beyond one plus one equals two. So it can be one plus one equals 11. It can be one plus one equals 111. How can that be? How can it be that Uh, the synergy between two people can so uh, immeasurably, again, uh, bend the rules, seemingly, of arithmetic. I think that's worth pondering, and I think it's worth investing in, meaning when you have somebody with whom you resonate in a particularly meaningful, productive, uh, and um, obvious way, I think that it's worth pouring yourself into that partnership. Now, this can be in a romantic sense. It can be in business. It could be in politics. It can be friendship. When you have those connections, don't go looking to neuroscientists to explain them, and certainly not, as I've said, to mathematicians. Instead, you'd have to talk with philosophers, psychologists, and it still might in a way, fall through the cracks because we don't understand the first thing about that kind of synergy. We just know that it exists and we can marvel at it. And I'm content to call it a miracle. There's some reason why defeating, if you will, uh, one person and another person as single entities would be seen as far more possible than defeating those two people joined together as a team. Well, what are some of the ingredients of 1 plus 1 equals 11 or 1 plus 1 equals 111? Some of it is in the realm of inspiration. Uh, Certainly one person can inspire another. Now that, again, we're still not in the weights and measures category. We're talking about inspiration. Can we get deeper? Can we go more granular? I'm not so sure. Uh, Because uh, inspiration, one could say, oh, yes, when people are inspired, we've, we've done CAT scans of their brains or functional MRIs or PET scans, and we see there's more dopamine being discharged. It must be that dopamine is responsible for inspiration. Uh, No, it's that dopamine is released when people feel inspired, perhaps, or norepinephrine, or serotonin. Uh, But those things don't cause it any more than when you're writing a novel in a word processor, the pixels, the pixels are there, they appear, the letters on the screen appear, but they aren't writing the novel. The content of the novel cannot be described by the lighted pixels and their order, because that would fail to move anybody. You'd be looking at a series of digits, as I understand it, ones and twos, whatever it might be, ones and zeros, for code. 
Uh, it's not as, if you want to say, simple as that. So inspiration is one of the ingredients, but that in and of itself is a miraculous ingredient in the overall miracle that 1 plus 1 does not equal 2. It equals 11, 111, 1,111, whatever, whatever uh, alchemical kind of addition turns out to be the case. So inspiration is part of it. What's another part of the fact that 1 plus 1 does not have to equal 2 in matters of teamwork and partnership? Uh, another is that, that there's a creative synergy, creative partnership. So first is you feel like creating, you're inspired to do it, but there's something beyond that. I, you know, two people batting ideas around together can come up with an idea that neither would have had alone. Now, it's not just the energy of creation. It's not just feeling like, yes, I'd like to, I'm inspired to. We already talked about inspiration. I guess I'd call this uh, collaboration. But this is a kind of mystical, immeasurable level of collaboration. Where li I believe that if you were to say, would it ever have occurred if the two people had read notes from one another on an idea, would they have gotten to the same place they got to, batting ideas back and forth in person, gauging each other's facial expressions, making eye contact? I would venture that the answer might well be no. So... Think about that. That's an amazing fact that two people occupying each occupying his or her own space on the planet, having had his or her own life history with his or her own ideas, I believe that neither one of them comes to the room with an idea that might be manifested in the room. So it's them being together and mixing their ideas, very much like the alchemists of old or some sort of chemist of the soul. The mixing of the ideas creates something new, something potentially transformational. And so there's inspiration, of course, but there's also collaboration. And I would say, in addition to that, there's another quality that makes partnerships not only more creative, uh, but also less vulnerable. And that is the uh, sense that people have when working together or efforting something together or defending an idea together, that they will do more for one another than they might do for themselves to preserve that idea or ideal. We call out the best in one another. We often want to do more for the other person or for our joint effort than we might do for ours alone. That doesn't sound very selfish, does it? Well, I don't believe that human beings are necessarily the classic definition of selfish. I think we want ourselves to be in play, but very often we come out of our isolation and out of our individual needs and even our individual fears. We're called to greater heights to do things for 
a team, and the team can be a team of two. There's a reason why, you know, in the Bible, uh, you know, Noah is taking two animals of each kind. Of course, that's because they're going to reproduce, but there's something more to it, I think, because there's a president and vice president, and there's a CEO and COO, and partnerships are formed. Uh, it's kind of like if you think about life as a tag team wrestling match. I used to watch a lot of those wrestling matches on TV. And it might be that one person uh, on that team, you know, is partly performing for the other partner on the team. Coming out of himself or herself. Doing more. Because there's not just inspiration. And there's not just collaboration. There's also... Something that we could call, okay, inspiration, collaboration, what shall we call this? Uh, multiplication. So there's the multiplication of energy, not that 1 plus 1 equals 111. We already said that. It's that literally what you bring out of yourself is kindled by the other person's presence. So if you're lucky enough to find situations, and you will be, you have to notice them and you have to embrace them, and you have to nurture them, but if you do, if you do, believe me, these things will occur in your life. You do have to notice them, but they're going to visit you. And they're worth their weight in gold. Because if you think about it, even when you're sitting alone and you're thinking, I wonder if we'll be able to get this done. The we in that is incredibly powerful. It also suggests that there's going to be momentum. Even if you're not picking up the pencil, someone else is. And so there's a sense, okay, there's an ongoing effort here. There's a river that's flowing. Even when my ink isn't flowing or my money isn't flowing or my energy isn't flowing, maybe my wife's is or my girlfriend's is or my business partners is. And so that can give you a sense of repose as well. Like the venture's moving forward, whatever the venture is, even if my nose isn't to the grindstone at all times. So it might well be that you should not only notice these things and embrace them when they come to be, but also seek them out. Uh, if it's the case that you're feeling uh, that you can't define what you want to do next. It might be that the next thing to do is in the realm of a partnership. It's a whole different thing to be uh, fueling your own intentions, whether it be a business or anything else. It's a whole different thing than if you call someone else up who you really respect, who's a friend or uh, somebody that you met that you think has special talent or skill, or someone that you find online even, it could be that if you're perusing profiles on LinkedIn, you're like, whoa, this is somebody who has exactly what I need to grow the business. Those aren't meaningless connections. They're immeasurable and very important connections. And you should seek them out because there's power in the partnership. One of the ways in which people also derive power from a partnership is that they can notice when one another is up against it. Sometimes we get lost, and the pain to power philosophy is to notice when you're stressed, 
or you find yourself uh, in one kind of discomfort or another, and to not just push through it, but to understand it and to find what gifts there might be encoded in the trouble, in the trouble itself, the resistance itself, if you start to unbundle it, you'll get insights into what has to change, what directions would be best to head in, etc. But if you're part of a partnership, it's a great opportunity to partly invite the other person to do that too. So sure, there can be tough times, but everybody knows when tough times visit, it sure is helpful, isn't it, to be able to look across the room at someone and say, man, what should we do? Uh, and it's wonderful also to hear we're going to get through this. That's not each of us is going to get through this. Think about the difference in those two pieces of dialogue. I think each of us is going to get through this. Whoa, that kind of doesn't do the same thing at all, does it? As, you know what, we're going to get through this. We are going to get through this is tremendously powerful. And it's, I think I just may have arrived at it. It's the starkest evidence I've found that one plus one in the, in, in the pain to power formula does not equal two. It equals like 11. Because think about that again. Uh, you get notice that your biggest client isn't going to be your client anymore, or uh, you uh, realize that uh, the uh, political ideal that you're behind is not going to win the day after the vote. Think about the difference between someone looking at you and saying, you know, I think you're going to get through this, and I think I'm going to get through it. All right, well, it's a little reassuring, but it's nothing like someone looking at you looking you in the eyes and saying, I'm telling you, we are going to get through this. Okay, we is exponential synergy. And you should find the folks in your life who can participate in the we with you. Because as you encounter pain, you will find even greater power if it's part of a partnership it doesn't take anything away from your autonomy or individuality as long as someone is not engulfing or seeking somehow to uh, erode your independence. When two people meet as equals, each of them autonomous, but agree to pool their resources and push forward together, the power is the power of the exponential two. It's you and that person if you will, to the second power. It's not you plus that person to equal two people. It's to the second power. That's my message today. Find those relationships, notice those relationships, value those relationships, and be very much aware of the way in which those relationships confer miraculous, mystical, exponential power to each of the people involved. Thanks for joining another edition of Pain to Power, the ultimate podcast. Why? Because we don't settle for these uncertain times making us uncertain people. Pain to Power is meant to make you stronger and stronger as an individual. You want to get even stronger? Visit www.pain-power.com. Pain 
2power.com, but it's the number two, not the letters. Uh, and don't forget the hyphens, pain-2-power.com, or email me if you want to work with me directly as a life coach, one-to-one. We'll do it together. Email me at info at keithablo.com or call 978-462-1125. And the lovely Tiffany will book your appointment. Thanks so much. Talk to you again real soon.